Well, welcome back to another episode of the Soundworks Collection. I'm Michael Coleman, and I am incredibly excited to talk about the new show on Apple TV Plus, Billie Eilish, The World's a Little Blurry. I will watch any and all music documentaries, and when I found out that uh, our director, RJ Cutler, was working with Billy on this incredible story, I was just so excited. And, and it's such a pleasure to hear that our other guest, Aaron Forbes, who's a musical director with Billy, was nominated for an Emmy for Outstanding Music Direction and Outstanding Sound Mixing for Non-Fiction or Reality Programming. So welcome, RJ and Aaron. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having us. Seriously. Yeah, thanks for having us. So what's the what's the backstory? How do you guys know each other? When did you guys first meet? When were we? Have, I mean, we would have met probably at some rehearsal. Really, I mean, years ago probably. Yeah. And then in passing, right? You know, throughout the process of all the the documentation you were doing. Absolutely. I mean, we we started um, the 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 film uh, dates back really to. Um, Billy's 16th birthday, right, right around her. Um, I'm sorry, when she was 16. So right around her 17th birthday, um, we started filming a, a couple months later uh, on the road with her. But very early on, I suspect we first met in rehearsals for Coachella would be my guess. Yeah, that makes sense. That's where for sure. Where okay. Yeah. Aaron that would have been. And, and uh, um, you know, B- Billy has a core team that um, that that's been with her uh, from the beginning. I'm I'm sure it's a uh, it's expanded to to uh, to, to a, an astounding number now. But back in those days, that was the same core team that had been with her f- from the beginning, and that included Aaron. It, and it really is still that core team, and anybody that comes in is you know just it, it's still really really tight and small the core surrounding her, and it's all still the same people, which is. We're just a really tight family, which makes it all the better and easier and more fun all the time. Yeah, that to me was one of the the moments in, in your film, RJ, that really stood out to me when they were talking about that their family is one big song, that that, 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 that this is the fabric of who they are. So how, how do you guys find that now that you have a little more perspective of not only this film, but her career and the trajectory of what she's been doing, do you feel like... Y- what you set out to do, maybe RJ in the beginning, like to capture her story and, and just to kind of bring people inside the four walls of their home. Um, like I imagine nowadays you've probably been exposed to so much more of her world, but at the time when you were first approached by it, what, what, what were you hoping to achieve with this film and what, what to you was most exciting or interesting as, you know, someone who gets to spend a lot of closeness with their subject. Sure. Well, I mean, from the beginning, from the day I met a Billy, which of course was at the family home in her backyard with members of her core team, as well as her, her, her brother and her folks, um, her brother being Phineas or, you know, uh, music, her partner, uh, music partner. Um, I, I, I saw the film as an opportunity to tell the story, not only of this, this remarkable young, artist coming of age, but also this remarkable young woman coming of age and that it would function in both ways. And the film really is, it it, it does capture um, uh, a specific period in, in time. What was the uh, um, additional kind of extraordinary opportunity was that it could be a musical as well. Uh, because uh, Billy's work, you know, on, and and some important level, Billy and Phineas are, are, you know, they're documentarians themselves. They're documentarians of and 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 through their art, they they write about their lives, their experiences. You know, it's not all of their songs are about them, but all of their songs are true to them and about their and about their their emotional truth 
sometimes even about their narrative truth. So, so here in this film was going to be an opportunity to incorporate their music uh, in the telling of the of the stories that I'm that I'm I'm describing, you know, this this young woman and this young artist uh, who happens to be the same person, and and really what 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 Aaron brought to it was was an elevation of that opportunity that we embrace because the, the his 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 work on the music really just kind of you know, uh, uh, made it come to life in a way that, you know, we, we would dream about as we were, as we were building the film, but, but, um, but, but then even our dreams were exceeded when we, when we got into the, the, uh, mix environment. The games you played were never fun. So for you, Aaron, having the exposure to maybe like the live side, like the live performance side or even the recorded side, like when we translate an artist from a bedroom artist, you know, basically working on their debut album and then RJ's throwing in the mix and saying, well, we want to capture this and show it in a documentary. I find that your guys' representation of the record, the the bedroom experience versus the live performance versus, yeah, I feel like sometimes with live performances, it doesn't feel as full or, or as rep representative of what maybe the album experience is not it always isn't like a one-to-one -one relationship but i found that her music translated so well in the sense of for the documentary so when you were approached aaron about you know working with rj what to you like where's the bar when it comes to billy's music because i feel like even with a small trio or whatever it may be with like the smallest form of the band it's a very full and you know it's it's still very impactful yeah it's uh you know I have the advantage of knowing what it's like, you know, what, you know, I've, I've been her music director since the very beginning. I know what it was like when she was playing small shows, you know, like, you know, er, early shows that you see in the documentary. Um, and I know what it's like now when we're in state, you know, massive arenas. Um, so I know what I wanted it to feel like. Um, I know the things that are important to Billy, you know, it's like she, she always wants more bass a hundred percent of the time. Like she wants it to hit, she wants to feel it. Um, and I think that's the interesting, there, when you think about her music, there's this juxtaposition of beautiful, gorgeous melodies and a bass that's like hitting your chest so freaking hard. Um, and, and that's really what I was trying to achieve. And, you know, many times, you know, on the dub stage being like, no, I think we need more bass. Like it's, it's gotta be more, you know? And then us running around the theater being like, no, it's not hitting enough. Like it needs to really hit you, you know? Um, so yeah, it, it was, it, no, knowing what it, what we want it to be live. It, it was, you know, helpful to be able to say, okay, how do we make this work in the documentary itself? For sure. And, and as Aaron's pointing out, there's, there's this, 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 uh, there's this range, you know, you start with Billy at the, 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 in the, first of all, her very first, 
the very first moments of the film are are them uh, um, playing Ocean Eyes in the garage when she's thirteen, and then you th- then you see a performance when she's uh, uh, probably uh, sixteen, um, and and it's still in a tiny room, and how and and you know how you capture that in a way that is not only truthful. But also doesn't make Billy, you know, uh, uh, a kick and scream hearing because it's it's full of imperfections in that small environment, uh, and and how you how you but how you bring it to life, and then how you take that journey to the end where she's performing uh, Ilo Milo in in Houston, you know, it's such a it's such a journey, and again, this is what Aaron was able to to so uh, uh, impactfully bring to the, 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 you know, to the mix stage. You know, something that I really love is, is when the album, the, her first album is being released and you build the excitement and then you drop bad guys. But when, when the track bad guy comes in, it, um, I don't know what it, it's just, it's the essence of, of her music. It's the energy that she has on stage, her presence. How did you guys, I mean, like you don't really have to have a lot of cameras to show what what is happening. I mean, I, you do have great coverage, but I feel like sometimes just the the closeness that you were presenting is more than enough because uh, it's it's just a perspective that we usually don't get. Well, RJ, what was the the approach with trying to figure out when to introduce different songs and different aspects of her live performance as her career as she was going on tour and traveling but how, how did did your structure change or was it like a linear approach i mean it's it's a pretty linear telling of the story but as as um as i said we we always thought of it as a musical there was always a question of how the music is going to function not as a literal musical where something happens in billy's life and then she sings about that thing but but on an emotional journey and 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 as i mentioned growth the 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 expansion the expansion of the sound also the film is entirely scored by by Billy and Phineas, uh, without their, you know, one of the things that that Aaron and the and the team were able to to help us with was providing the stems from the beginning, so that the I and the editors could work with the stems as score, and we built an entire score for the film based on the the stems of their music, and that had its own emotional content. And then there, of course, is when you drop music out. And when, uh, or when you drop dialogue out and it's only music. So there's a lot of different, uh, colors with which we were working, uh, uh, as a result of, of having access to all of that material. Not to mention the, the you know, these guys have kept uh, everything from every performance pretty much Billy has done. So there's, uh, there's the archive of that that we could, uh, we could, uh, tap into so um and then aaron was crafty and masterful and sometimes uh would swap performances out for other performances uh, you know uh, uh to achieve the exact musical uh, uh objective he was pursuing yeah we have just commenting i mean the, the archive process was pretty unbelievable um you know a, a, a lot of heavy lifting i mean i was bringing in our monitor tech, Salim, I was our front of house drew because every show they generally are going to be recording multi-tracks. And, you know, we started in a place of not really having many multi-tracks and, and, uh, by the end, I think we ended up at about 75%. And so a huge challenge for me was how do I make something where I have the multi-track of everything sound 
great. That's a lot easier. But what if I have a mono recording off of a camera and how do I make that sit next to these other performances and still work in an Atmos environment? So there's a lot of experimenting and trickery. And I was like, okay, you know, and, and, and uh, it was, it was super challenging, uh, really exciting because by the time I feel like, you know, we got to the end, you couldn't tell what was what. And, and, and a huge part of this, you know, again, RJ is such a good storyteller and, and getting to sit with him on the dub stage and, and see his passion and, and understand the, his perspective on all of it um, really helped me be able to say, okay, cool. How do I help tell this story musically? Uh, the growth, all those, all those things, because I'm balancing what's Billy going to love the way it sounds like versus what emotionally is RJ going for here. And we have to, we have to meet in the middle and we had constant conversations about like, no, it needs to feel more intimate. It needs to feel smaller. Um, the thing that stuck with me the most, the whole time RJ said over and over was I want to be with her. I want to stay with her the whole time. If, if we feel like we lose focus on her, then, then we're off course. So as soon as those conversations happened, um, I mean, I, again, like, you know, RJ, I mean, it's like, I loved being on the dub stage and working with you because it's so fun to be working with somebody that's passionate in art in a completely different medium than you work in, but the same passion exists. You know, it's like, you can't be as great as RJ is without being a, a, a fan of cinema, you know, a student of film. Like, and as soon as we were sitting down, I was like, oh man, like this guy, he really gets it. And, and I have so much I can learn from this. And then so much I can try and pull from what I do to contribute to his vision. And, and that was, you know, uh, a really fun collaborative process of storytelling and getting through, you know, like the, we were talking about, uh, I guess, Bored, the first full song that you see, I think it's in Salt Lake City. Um, it's the song that I wrote with Billy when she was 13, which is like an interesting, like little thing to the whole thing to the so for me it's a a really incredible moment um the fact that that's kind of the first performance you see in this documentary um and there's fans you know screaming and you hear it because you you can actually hear what they're saying because we're in a small club um so but because of that billy has you know she sings incredibly quiet when you're talking about bedroom to stage she's the quietest singer anybody will ever come across and you say it's going to be really quiet and people are like oh my god that was way quieter than i thought so how do i get her vocal to sound like a recording that you know that that we all would love but you can hear it and it's it's finished and it feels great and then also keep drums out of it that are only five feet away from her and fans screaming louder than she's singing into her mic um, I mean, if you saw the automation and, and plug-in work and plug-in automation that I was doing just to get her vocal to stay consistent throughout the whole, the, all of these performances, um, people see it and they're like, that, that's probably the most automation I think I've ever seen on a vocal track because it, it just required that much to get her to be present through things that we never thought you would go back and have to dig out. And it's like pulling her voice out of a tiny club when people were discovering her for the first time and losing their minds that they were one of 500 people seeing her for the first time. Like how special is that to a fan? Um, yeah, just a really crazy process of, of uh, 
mixing and 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 then that uh the storytelling the whole time informing those decisions was like the 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 overarching thing that I was thinking about for this. You know, you're using all the same language I was going to use and 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 want to use in in returning the compliment it, it, because for me I, I was able to use the the same language I use with the editors, the same language I use with the with the DP when we're in the field in in talking about what the narrative values were, and Aaron was able to translate that into music. And you know, sometimes you get into a mix environment and you're just desperately trying to regain what you had achieved in the in the in the offline. Um, but in this case, it was different. In this case, it, it almost from the beginning, the 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 music was elevating the narrative values. The music was underscoring it. The music was making it even richer and more complicated. And you really were with this person. You really were intimately involved, and your 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 experience was um was uh, was more intimate, more emotional, and so. Uh, I, I would, you know, frequently marvel during the mix process at the fact that the film was becoming richer. And then sometimes we'd play a section and it would be like, ah, oh, damn, we're not quite getting there. What is that about? And we could all come together and kind of figure it out. We replaced a song in the mix because we, because we experienced it on the screen in a mix as we had left the uh, offline and it wasn't, it wasn't what we wanted. It wasn't an, it wasn't good enough. And we had, we, we had had two options in the offline and we, the editor and I went home and we, 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 we worked over, you know, late into the night replacing it came in the next day, played it for Aaron and the mixed team. And everybody was like, Oh my God, this is so much better. You're right. And then they did what they needed to do to elevate that. That's like you don't do that stuff unless the the folks you're with really understand story, narrative, emotion, and as Aaron said, cinema. So it was a very uh, what a rich experience. Uh, you, you mentioned Aaron, like obviously with Apple TV Plus being that you can support Dolby Atmos. Was this a, a, a Dolby Atmos native mix? It was an Atmos mix. Yep, we were yeah in full full theatrical Atmos, massive, big stage. Um, just uh and again you know that presents interesting things uh you know with billy and as with many artists um look we're we are moving to atmos period like the, the, the like you know like that that immersive thing um that that's happening um and the the process by which we get there will how quickly it's fully adopted by every you know it'll be it'll be interesting to see but that is that is definitely happening for albums. Every album is being mixed in Atmos, um, but the curb right now is artists work so hard to make something in stereo sound the way they want it to sound, and then you say, "Okay, well, we reimagined it," and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" <laughs> like we worked so hard to get it to sound this way, and now you're just tearing it apart. So um, we had a lot of you know with Atmos, you have nothing but space to play with, um, but again knowing Billy's taste, knowing what she likes. Um, I was like, we're, we're using the front wall and anything that we're doing past that is uh crowd, you know, immersive that way we're, we're playing with delays off the back. Um, the only thing that, that we really ended up doing was kind of, 
I call it the devil horns, but it's, we, we took the background vocals as a separate stem and we just pulled those up just so they were kind of into the ceiling just a little bit. Um, so that you felt like she was, I don't know, just like just playing with depth. Like I'm a very visual person, so it's top down, left, right. But then there's also how far into something, uh, are we experiencing it from an auditory uh, place? So I, I thought it was kind of cool to do that. The, the background vocals were something that could kind of pull you in and kind of wrap around you just a little bit. And we're talking like, you know, 4%. I mean, like very marginal amounts, very, very light. But then we would find verbs um, that fit the space really well, you know, and then that would kind of be what would fill out, you know, the Atmos experience. And, you know, and then it presented challenges when you do the fold down, you know, I, uh, on the technical side of it, um, what Dolby has figured out as far as Atmos fold down to like that to seven, one to five, one to two, Oh, all that absolutely incredible. Uh, it's still off by a DB and a half to me when you have something on the sides and the ceiling, like you still, when you go down to that two Oh, when I'm like, at the end of the day, this is how a lot of people are going to experience it, right? This or their iPad or, you know, um, so that's a really important part of the, of the whole process we went through was that fold down. Um, and yeah, it, it's not, it's not one-to-one, but it's, it's good. It's really impressive. That was my first experience taking an Atmos mix and then having it fold down. And I was absolutely shocked at how well it does do that. And I think that's why Atmos being the one mix to solve it all thing is just going to keep happening. I know nothing but mixers that are installing systems every single week. Like we're, we're going there a hundred percent all the way. So, uh, yeah, that, it, yes, it was an Atmos mix. But <laughs> it, it, it sounds like you're a fan is what, what we're getting. It's so fun. Well, it's, yeah, it, it, it's not a matter of being a fan. It's just a matter of the fact that like this is a paradigm shift. It's like it, when we went from mono to stereo, you know, people are like, why? Why would we do that? You know, like this is happening. Yeah, no, it's, it's very true. I, 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 I myself am, you know, all disclosures i work with dolby a lot and we're you know working with them and following the the future of where atmos music immersive audio to me it's really exciting because when i look at a film like this a lot of people are going to have a relationship to the material through a stereo recording through an album maybe going to a live show and what i really was just i was so happy to hear just from the mix was that when I l- watched it the first time on my a- iPad with AirPods, of course it sounds great. But then in my studio on a stereo playback, I was just, when you talk about that, there's an a- emphasis on low end that you're you know trying to um, be a little more immersive. To me, that just comes across so clearly in the final presentation because I know that, you know, there's a certain uh, quality bar that you have to achieve with Billy, you know, anything less would not be acceptable. So, you know, with just closing out RJ, what, to you is your takeaway from this project because I feel like when you have this opportunity and this closeness to a subject like you had um, and working with Aaron and understanding this family of, of you know, music and Billy that I, I don't think you can ever really go back to, you know, um, maybe try to tell a story like this the same way because it was such a unique moment that you captured that I don't think could ever happen again of an artist ascending into you know the stardom i mean i i I guess what i want to say there's so many things to say about it it was an incredibly rewarding experience and we're all so proud of the film Uh, um uh on some uh, on some level the 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 theme here is truth um billy is an artist who uh and phineas is an are are, they're they're artists who are 
who are who are in search of truth. Uh, and we as filmmakers were in search of truth. And and Aaron, uh, 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 um, in all the work that he did and all the work that he's done with Billy is in, in search of truth and the, tr- the, the truth in the music and the truth of their vision. And, and, and he brought that and the mixed team brought that to the, to the soundstage. And, and, and as a, as a result, you know, of, of, of all the different elements, you, you get a resonance that it, it, you know, it's, it's, the sum is far greater than the, than the, than the parts. Uh, The sum of the whole is far greater than, than the parts of which it is comprised. And, and, and that's, you know, you're right. It's uh, (laughs) a, Uh, I was just telling a friend last night, it's hard to imagine, you know, another film being as, as satisfying on, on, in, in all, uh, uh, in, in all aspects of it. You know, they're all hard. They're all tough work. They're always bumps in the road. Um, but, um, you know, we, 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 I think we all look back on this and like, uh, you know, we, 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 we did what we set out to do. And, and, um, and, and that, as I say, is, uh, we were we were somehow trying to uh, capture the truthful essence of this this uh, this as I said at the beginning this remarkable young woman and this remarkable young artist so uh, so that's you know I guess that's my takeaway. What about you, Aaron? Uh, I feel like having such closeness to her over such a long period of time, and to imagine that she only is she has so much more to offer like we're we're, this is the very beginning and she's already achieved so much what what to you are you excited about at least with this project i mean with your nomination and and the future of you know your collaboration yeah to to be nominated alongside some some of these other people who i've looked up to my whole life you know that it's was beyond unexpected I, i i really didn't even see this in the cards so that that was has been incredible um you know the i don't there's something special about the family and anybody that comes close to it will always be like, wow, this is different. Um, the, the, the magic of that is that it, it, it's brings in the right type of people for, for whatever reason, it's like good things are magnetic. Right. And, uh, everywhere we turn and every person that's been added and every person that comes in and every project, it's you're like wow this couldn't have been better and it's it's just shocking because you know i don't know that somebody else would have done or could have done as great of a job telling a story that rj did i mean like for me you know this think about it this way the documentary is picking up in a in a few years after i've been I've known billy and working with her and all this stuff you know you you can't from inside of the story you can't see the story he saw a story that I couldn't see at all, you know, and I don't think any of us could have, could have seen. So, um, once I really latched on to that, I was like, Oh, this is a really cool story. This is absolutely true. This is painfully honest. This is, you know, like it, it has nothing but truth, which is what they're all about. They're not holding anything back. Billy wasn't cutting any scenes that she felt made her look bad. She's like, no, like, that this is what it's like to go through what I went through at, at the time that she did in her life. Right. Um, so, you know, just an incredible experience, uh, a once in a lifetime with, with a, a group of people that, you know, it, it would be hard to, to put something like that together again, you know, and, uh, you know, as a guy that I've, I've been in music my whole life, getting to, to dip my toe into the, the, the film side was, uh, 
a really special experience for me, no doubt, you know, and uh, I loved it. I loved working with everybody. Um, it had tons of challenges. Um, there's things that exist today that would have helped me a year ago. Big shout out to Universal Audio, Cvox. That's the best plugin that people are sleeping on right now. Um, but, you know, it's uh, it was incredibly challenging and every minute spent was was worth it. Like every hour of sleep lost, you know, you don't always at the end go like, wow, we went all out and, and it really, we did it. And I think we did with this one. And it, it, it's so special because of that. That's, that's really great to hear. I'm so excited. You know, the timing of this is actually pretty amazing that tomorrow on, you know, July 30th now, her next album, Happier Than Ever comes out. And yeah. I feel like it's a huge chapter. You know, the sophomore album is, is no joke. It's a real, uh, it's a real thing. And I'm, I'm really excited. I mean, for, this film to capture the, this time period. I, I'm just, I, she, Billy, she's, she's inspiring. She's magnetic and she's the future. And I just feel like to capture this story in this moment, and how you guys did is such an achievement. So I'm ha I'm so fortunate and so happy that you guys were able to kind of peel back a little bit on uh, the layer on, on what you guys did. And I'm just excited to see what's next. Cause I know there's more story to tell and more music. Well, I do want to say one of the, one of the, one of the really exciting things that, that is going to be this film in 10 years. You know, and that's, that's, re and, uh, you know, we, we, anyway, that's, it's going to be exciting. <laughs> no, it is because how many, I just don't know many things that show the, what was at, what was inside of this film, like real footage of songs that people globally loved in, as they were happening, that, that footage generally doesn't exist. You, you scour YouTube. I do it. I go on paul mccartney benders you know like it's like you go down these things or you're like the beatles benders like it's like you know four in the morning and you're like what happened you know and you're trying to find like one little morsel the the whole front part of this where you're seeing the album actually being made i mean that doesn't exist that's that's the, and i think 10 years from now people are gonna be like whoa like this was a pivotal artist with a pivotal album and and it exists. Well, I was going to say that the thing, RJ, is nowadays you can tell her mom to shoot her uh, iPhone footage, or whatever, sideways, horizontally, and you can you can capture some moments that otherwise, as filmmakers, we wouldn't have at our dis our disposal. So yeah, it's a I, I call it neo verite. It's a whole new chapter in the history of cinema verite, where the subject is filming as well. You know, because we've all got it. I mean, my the, you 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 my, my my daughter's six years old. I've got her whole life on this thing. You know, and we all have it, and um, so there's there's going to be increasing opportunities in that direction. Not everybody will have the great good fortune of working with a with a, an additional camera artist as talented as Maggie, but uh, but but they'll have the footage. I mean, she's what an instinct. Uh, that's a I, I I look forward to the podcast I get to do with Maggie is uh, <laughs> talking about how she shot because. You know, Jenna Rocher, our DP, was a, is a, is a brilliant artist, but but um, but a mom in the kitchen, you you, you rarely, as Aaron says, <laughs> oh, man, man. You, you don't get that it, stuff. Yeah, I mean, this is this is Maggie. <laughs> Hi, how's it going? <laughs> like, good to see you. I mean, just like for years now, as once she picked up on it, it was just that every time you see her, you're like, okay, there's a, the phone's out. But this is part of it. Some of my favorite moments really were the inner, like this intervention in the kitchen of, you know, Billy saying she hates writing songs. And what a revelation, like, are you kidding me? Like, how would you ever capture that moment? And it's just so fortunate. Like these little, these little things that feel like throwaway, not throwaway moments, but just like not as, as, 
what you would expect or want to have from an experience like this. But, but what artist, you know, she says, I don't ever want to write another album. I'll never do another album. What artist hasn't said that at the moment of peak pr pressure creation and at the moment of peak artistry? You know, she's about to, she's about to go off and write the final songs of the album. And, and, and man, it's hard. You know, and of course, everybody has said at some point during the process, man, I'll never do this again. I'm you done. Know? This is <laughs> it. Done. Exactly. Well, I, I hope I hope that's the, not the case for you guys, that you, you guys can continue obviously helping tell her story, because I feel like this combination, like you said, of this family that you guys have built over the years to me is really special. And I just feel like this film it, it captures something that doesn't always happen for all, all, all artists, especially of of her level so yeah i'm just so fortunate thank you guys so much obviously for folks who haven't yet seen the film um it's on apple tv plus check it out i just you know i watched it again yesterday for the third time it's just so magnetic and i feel like you know for folks who it's not like it's a film that is only for people who are fans of billy's it's, it's a there's so many levels to it so yeah thank you guys so much for for capturing the story and congratulations Aaron, on your nomination that's no small feat Thank, thanks so much, and, and thanks for having this conversation. Indeed.